Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip hop? Right here, what we're gonna do is go back. Okay, why would she grab a phone? Like, what difference do it make? I mean, he's there drunk. 
But why does it matter who it belonged to? Because, I mean, what's she going to do, call her? (laughs) No. I I need to know in general. I mean, I don't, I think, I think sometimes we want to know, like, the worst, I guess the worst part of being cheated on is, like, so what do you, like, compare yourself? Like, I don't know, like, I guess the other thing is, do you want to know, like, who the person is? Does it really matter? Because, like, Mika said, he caught red-handed, he got the condom on his dick, like. two of y'all like that wouldn't cross my mind to ever think like oh when my man come home he got a condom on his dick it's gonna be one of the two of y'all help i'm probably about to call one of the two of y'all we gotta figure this shit out okay what about the situation that happened recently on facebook i bet she would have never thought that that girl would have did that but that's not okay so this is the other part let's go the recent the, the recent person on facebook characterized she didn't done it before. She got a history of doing it. So I mean, so if I'm your friend, um, I would hope to know that I know whether or not you have a history of sleeping with other people's men. Like, I might need to know that. Like, we having conversations as your friend, I I pick up that. Like, you just like you pick up on on certain things from. You should be having substance conversations with people that you call your friend. I mean, if I'm your friend, then I should know that you have that. Capability. Okay. I agree with the part about wanting to, well, going through his phone, honestly. I would at that point. I would leave him on the ground or wherever he at with the condom still on him, and I would go through his phone. <laughs> I wouldn't think that it would be my, my friend or anything, but I would definitely want to. That, that's grounds for investigation. I wouldn't leave him on the, I wouldn't leave him on the floor. He'd have to be outside the front door. You said what, Mika? I'm just curious. Why would you want to know is my thing. Like, if he has, like, the used condom and all the evidence is there, does it matter who he cheated with? It's going to, like, if it's somebody that you don't know and it's it was a one-night stand, I mean, is it going to matter? It's going to be versus where you're going to stay or leave? Is oh, no, 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 no. I just, like, for satisfaction, I would want to know. Like, you know, we, know. we have to know everything. Like, um, even though it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, like, um, like it's over. It's done. But... Yeah, to answer your question, no, it doesn't matter. But as a woman, I just want to know. Just want to know. I have to know. I guess I'm. I'm kind of a less is more kind of person. Um, I've had situations like I was. I feel like I was telling Dante the other day. Like I had one of my exes cheated on me, and I never saw the girl. But it was never like I needed to see her or like wanted to see her. And I actually didn't even think about it until we were talking about the about the situation that I actually never had never seen her. Uh, I, we talking 10 years ago and I've never seen her. I don't know what she looked like. I couldn't tell you if she was my, now I know her name. So I guess if I run across a girl <laughs> with that same name, I need to make sure that I ask. So it's just like, so do you know, 
you know, just to make sure we don't become friends. But outside of that, like, I never knew what the girl looked like. So then if you know who she is, like, so, so, okay. So you, you find out, so you get the phone, you find out who she is. What's the next move? I'm finna find her information. I'm not gonna contact her. <laughs> so that lead up to, like, finding out. FBI. <laughs> so are you gonna type her name in Facebook? See if I got homes. Go see who her mama is. <laughs> What side of town she live on? What school she went to? I want to see what pictures he been liking, how long he been liking the pictures. <laughs> so does that matter? So so does that matter in regards to like, are you taking him back? So if, say for instance, all of this happens, right? You put him out, you mad, you find out who the girl is, you find out it's a one night stand. Is it, if it's a one night stand versus it being something that's happened over a long period of time, does that matter as to regardless, like whether you're taken back or not? Like, so he come back and he like, I want to come back. I'm sorry. It was a mistake. I didn't mean to do it. I'm really sorry. And it was just a one-time thing. She, you find her, you contact her, you talk to her. She's like, yeah, he only came over here one time. He was really drunk, whatever, whatever. And then, so does that affect whether or not you're taken back? No, like I'm a loyalty person. And me, I'm very transparent. I'm a Pisces. Very transparent, very sensitive. So, like, once I trust you, I trust you. And if you break that trust, I am forgiving. I will forgive you, but I will let you go. But you have to forgive me. In relationships, one and done. I think for me, it matters more about, like, how things were done. So I probably could maybe forgive you if it was just one time. A one drunk night, you made a mistake, whatever, whatever, she was in your face or whatever. But if it was something that happened over a long period of time, like you was going to her house, this is what y'all do on a regular basis, I'm done. So that's kind of my thing, yeah. I think if it was like a one time, maybe, like if we're in a relationship, yeah, I see that. And yeah. he couldn't be that man that sleeping on mattresses on the floor with just the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Mika. Some, some, good dick, some good dick is on mattresses on the floor, remember. <laughs> some of them got you um, with the head on, got your head in the wall on the, almost on the floor trying to figure out how you got here. <laughs> Don't scratch your forehead, honey. No, no carpet burn. No carpet burn. <laughs> on the man so I think because some, some men are like I think some men are very like mothers mama's boys it ain't gonna matter they gonna get married they gonna have kids they mama is gonna be like the center of their life so take the mama's boy out of it how do you feel like it should go though like should they kid come first should they baby mama come first who do you feel should come before you okay so wait Be- before me like as in I'm your girlfriend and he got a baby mama why? Why? 
Okay, so I'm right. his wife, and he got a baby mama. He got a baby mama. He got another baby, of course, with the baby mama, and then his mama. Who comes first? Y'all already know how I feel about that. It's that daughter also, though. That's what I said. The, the daughter, the baby mama, or the mama, or you. Who comes first? Y'all already know how I feel about the baby mama thing. <laughs> um, if I'm your wife, I feel like the way that it should go is it should be your wife, uh, your kids, your mother. Baby mama got to be sister, and then baby mama got to be somewhere down there. Respect her. Now, I'm not saying be disrespectful to her, but I don't know that she should have a sense of priority when it comes to, like, the hierarchy of your life. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about your wife. I think your wife definitely should be at the top of your priority as well as your kids. Like, they should be top priority. Your mother, I understand, you know, I understand us being, your mother being a priority right up there with us. And even your siblings. Like, you know, you might be somebody who's just really close to your sister because your sister helped raise you or your sister helped take care of you. So then your sister kind of may, may even trump your mom. But baby mamas don't, don't, don't belong at the top of the hierarchy. But some men, surprisingly, okay, so Shonda's on, and she says she actually agree with you, Capri. But unfortunately, I feel like some guys put their baby mama above their wife, above their mama. They put their baby mamas up there because a lot of them are maybe afraid of child support. I don't know why they put them up there like that. But I do believe some of them. What, what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on this, Alexis? <laughs> I think the children should come first. Because whether the mama's here or whether the wife is here, your, your kids come first, period. No matter what's going on, because they need your protection. Um, after that, I would say your wife. Um, I I will always honor my mother and my father and respect them, but I do believe your wife um, should definitely come after that. And a proper parent or respectful parent will respect that. You know, like when the when your dad gives you away at the altar. He's, he's giving you away to that man. And so he's respecting his place in your life. And I feel like it should go the same way for a mother respecting a wife in a man's life. I agree. I think I can play devil's advocate on it because I say, you know how you say, is it his mother, you know, his baby mama, his mom or, or his daughter, you know, biblically, you know, I can see that you say the wife, you know what I'm saying? So I would say probably me first, but you know how you think about it on the other hand where they say, does your husband come before your kids? <laughs> the answer would be no, you know, oh my, you know what I'm saying? So I guess it's kind of selfish because I would sit with my kids first, which is crazy. I wouldn't put, you know, my husband before my kids, which is okay. You birth, you know? And I get so, that part too. I just, I, I can't put my kids before my husband. I mean, and that's not that I'm not going to do what's best for my kids. I just don't believe that my kids come before my husband. Like, I think it depends on the age of your children. I think that my kids the definitely children. should have some. I mean, like, there should be a relationship between the man that I'm married to and my kids, right? But naturally, I mean, and the thing is, I think sometimes because the way that we end up like having kids, that's how naturally your kids take precedent over your, your over your husband. Because a lot of times you talk about like as a single parent, I come into this situation, right? So my kids come into this situation with me. They're a priority to me. You kind of almost take backseat to their, to them as a priority. But if we're talking about the way that naturally we say it's supposed to happen, the bond is supposed to be, to be between the two parents. 
and then the kids. Because the kids are supposed to, like you said, I'm supposed to be giving away my daughter to the, her husband. I'm supposed to, and then somebody else becomes her priority. And then I'm supposed to, my son is supposed to marry someone's daughter. So then someone else becomes his priority. So then what happens to me? Because I didn't make them my priority this entire time. I put them above my relationship with my husband. And now what happens when my kids up and leave? Because as a parent, that's what you successfully want your kids to do, you know, to always respect me and always to have respect for me. But at the end of the day, when I when y'all leave, I'm here. I'm supposed to be here with my husband. I don't know. I'm on the fence about that. Maybe if, if they were our kids, then maybe it would be, you know, my husband, maybe my kids. I don't know. But with me being a single person, say if I was to get married next year, I couldn't necessarily say that I would put this man before my children. I don't know. It just depends. And also it depends on how old my kids are. But my kids are young right now. But, I mean, if they're grown with their own lives and they like, well, mom, I don't want to be with him or whatever, I don't really care what I got to say. You know, at this point, this is my life. I don't know. Because, I mean, I don't know about the whole putting your kids over the husband anyway, because I don't know how far that would go. I'm just saying, like, what would you necessarily, like, have to put your kids over? What type of situation? Like, I'm not going to choose my kid. Like, my kid get in trouble, and I got to go help them out. You know what I'm saying? And my husband, like, it's wrong. You know, I'm not going to choose my kid over there. Yeah, I know it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Some certain situations, I wouldn't. Kids and all, I'm not going to choose my kid over my husband, depending on and that's why I said I think that it's a balance. I think that a lot of times when we think of you put your, your husband or your spouse above your kids, you think I'm disregarding my kids. But I think that there's a balance in respect. I think I still have to respect my husband. I still have to respect my husband's wishes. And my kids need to respect my husband. So my kids, I mean, so in that hierarchy, I need to teach my kids that you're going to respect because he's an adult. Even if he's not your father, he's an adult. You're not going to be disrespectful towards him. You're not going to be, you know, rude towards him. And and he's the hierarchy is in my household. He's going to be the hierarchy of my household. So as long as he respects you, as long as he has, he's, he's respectful towards you, he treats you right well, he does right by you, then there is no reason why you should, that, that he can't be the hierarchy of my household. And I can't respect it, what he wants and what he needs. And still have the same level of respect for my kids. And so I think that sometimes we think, are you putting your husband before your kids when you have this, when there should be a balance? Like, I can't be, if my kid is, is blatantly wrong, and this man comes in and says, you bla he blatantly wrong. I'm not going to be like, well, I'm taking my kid's side. And when I know my kid is wrong, and I know that what you've done is wrong and what he's saying is right. Like, I'm not going to just take my kids' side because they're my kids. And I think sometimes that happens in some situations where people are like, yeah, I'll I take my kids. No matter what my kids say, my kids do, you know, if my kids say you did it, you did it. If you, you know, or my kids can come in here and disrespect you, or my kids can just talk any kind of way to you, then I think sometimes we get stuck in those situations, too, like, where we kind of allow that sometimes. Yeah. We got a couple of comments. No, I was just going to say, when I came from the perspective of, like, having the kids first, I just meant as far as, like, needing your protection. Okay. As far as, like, what's most important. But when it comes to taking sides, of course, and biblically, of course, the man is the head of the household. And so, even if you feel like your husband is wrong for checking a kid or anything, that's something that you check him about or you talk to him about in private, not in front of your kids. 
Oh uh, yeah, really yeah. Like, I mean, ulti- ultimately, yeah, protection, protection-wise. Oh yeah, my, I'm, I'm gonna take. You know, my kids are priority in that. Like, you're gonna like. I mean, and I'm just like over the top with that. But like, when it comes to like actually like household decisions, you know, like if my husband is like, look, he 19 years old, he's gonna get a job, but he gotta go. I mean, he gotta go. He gotta go. <laughs> like, baby, you. So here's the thing with it. <laughs> I mean, it is hard, but what I'm saying is like, if that's like, if we've had these conversations with our kid, we constantly having these conversations, your kid getting up, they come, they out all hours of the night, they disrespecting your house and your husband comes in and says, we got to set some boundaries to your, to this child. Otherwise, that's understandable. Yeah, you know, and I think sometimes, saying, yeah. Okay. But what if, what if your husband, cause some men truly believe that once you turn 18, you gotta go. You, you a man now you gotta go. So if, if your child turned 18 and he like, baby, he 18, now he got to go. Now he in school, he trying, he working, but he just don't have it to get on his feet. Like, what type of argument would you have with your husband at that point? Because everybody isn't ready to leave at 18. Well, we probably having that conversation before we get to that point. Like, Because, I mean, maybe he's 18. My thing is with him, I mean, hopefully my husband don't even have to come about and say it. Like, it shouldn't even be a conversation. Like, we should have already had that conversation. And my thing, like, I hope he, and I tell him, I told him long ago, like, yeah, he be 19 this year. Like, my, get a job and move out. I mean, I did. Like, shit. Like, why would you want to be with your mama? My thing is, you getting older, time to go. I'm going to rush it along. I am. I mean, I can, I'm not going to, I don't know that I'm going to rush you along as long as you're, and this is the thing. I'm going to have these conversations with somebody before I marry you because I have kids and I have my beliefs in that. As long as you're doing what you need to be doing, I'm okay with you being here until you get on your feet. As long as you're doing what you need to be doing. Now, what you're not going to do is disrespect my house, whether it's a man here or not. So I'm not okay with you coming in and coming out and all hours of the night and you don't have no job. You're not paying no bills. You're not trying to show no level of responsibility. I'm probably, he ain't going to have to say nothing to you. I'm going to probably say something to you. No, I get that. You got to go at that point. But I'm saying if he's truly trying, he's in school, he's working. I mean, so then I think you, you have, that's part of that equally yoke conversation because you have to kind of ask that person probably those questions that are like, what do you believe like in when it comes to like your kids and your kids level of independence and things like that? Like I have those kind of conversations with people and I know people who, whose parents continue to steal no matter what they in their thirties and their parents still constantly help them. So for me, I feel like, you know, if you understand the bond between a parent and a child, then we can have this conversation. I think sometimes when it comes to that like either we ain't had the conversation ahead of time nobody's talked about it or um if we butt heads to that point then we might need to reevaluate what's going on with us because if my kid is doing everything my kid can be doing and you still like he gotta go that's an issue for me yeah right so you said we had some content comments dante
Say that one more time. Tell, go ahead and tell everybody who you are and what you have going on as far as your music. And okay. Yeah, who well, is Alexis? I'm Alexis Finley. <laughs> I'm a singer-songwriter. Um, I am from Houston, Texas originally. Been living out here in Dallas uh, for the last five years. I've been working in the mortgage industry and trying to become a full-time singer at the same time. So, um, grew up from, like, with a huge family. I have, like, four parents, eight grandparents. I got three younger sisters. So, very family-oriented. And uh, I would say my family is definitely my drive to do what I'm trying to do to you know, become a blessing to other people, create different opportunities, hear from my family, and, you know, many women, people that I don't even know. Just trying to make a name for myself. And, uh, yeah, it's going well so far. I've been booked and busy. So are you? So when did you start? I mean, when did music become a passion? I mean, have you always sung or? Yeah, I've been singing, honestly, since I was a little kid, probably, like, three or four years old. I've been in every type of choir you can think of. Uh, I have a Bachelor of Music, and my instrument uh, was voice uh, with a uh, concentration in sound recording technology. When I got out of school, um, life kind of happened, so I didn't really go full-fledged as far as like trying to be uh, professional and make my own music at that time. It is a desire that I always had, but I would say as far as... Um, making music on my own, 2015. So it's been um, a little bit over four years, almost five at the end of this year, since I've been like steadily working on music and branding. Okay. Um, have you, what are some of the, um, I'm sorry, I lost train of thought. What made you or inspired you to, so you said music has always been your thing. You've always sung since you were like three. What made you go to college and actually like, um, a major in music like what made it what made you decide this was something you wanted to do as a career versus something you wanted to do as like maybe like a something you just wanted to do on the side so I've always wanted to be a star that's how I thought about it as a I've always wanted to be that so I just really didn't know the right ways to go about it and what to do so it took a lot of learning. It took a lot of putting myself in the right positions. It took a lot of getting myself around the people that can help me succeed. Um, but I would say whenever I made recovery, I went through like a heartbreak. And I was making music. And as a kid, you know, I wanted to sing and make it big time. But... I was more so doing everything else, you know, cheerleading, dancing, and playing sports. So when I was an adult, I was actually able to, you know, invest in myself when I started making money. So when I started making money, investing in myself, I just started making moves. And I realized that I did not want to be in the same job forever. Like, nothing's wrong with the job, of course, if that's what you want to do for the rest of your life. But um, I, I don't want to be a loan officer for the rest of my life. So I'm just going to give my, myself the opportunity to be something greater. So is your goal to um, is your goal to be like an independent artist or do you want to sign with a major label one day? I'm not against uh, signing with a major label. Um, that is something that is a desire. Um, I do like being an independent artist as well, having 
creative control over everything, um, you know, but big record companies sometimes have a lot more capital. So, I mean, even if it's not being signed to them, you know, distribution deals, that is something I'm definitely interested in doing. Uh, just waiting for the right deal that would, you know, leave me with some money. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And have the right people to review that deal. Right. So you have to actually booked. So, I mean, have you been doing, like, a lot of I've been doing some shows. Um, now, of course, not here recently, but the beginning part of this year, um, I had a couple of uh, performances. I um, had a lot of interviews, you know, with ladies like yourself and uh, different internet radio shows, just getting used to interviewing and, you know, speaking with people, just getting my name out there, uh, went to different events and everything. And I've also been working on a new project trying to get that out for you guys this summer so excited about that as well okay so do you do are you so your music is more r&b music or yes. do you rap or anything i don't rap i'm too goofy <laughs> I, I will spit bars and start laughing i do like to laugh i do like to rap a little bit when i've been drinking and my best friend hates it <laughs> <laughs> Like, I got that slow, awful rap. <laughs> <laughs> like, my name's Alexa. I've heard the, uh, the Climax, uh, the Climax Challenge. Oh, yeah, what's your name? Yeah, I loved it. Thank you. What Thank is you. it? Why don't you, can you do it? Will you do it? something a little different today we were gonna do the um the little game mika okay do anybody everybody's on their phone ain't they oh, well i got off mine um so i will i'll pull it up so we have a couple of questions for you okay. which do you prefer wine or liquor okay oh <laughs> Oh, you're my kind of girl. <laughs> it depends on what's going on, you know. What kind of wine do you like? So, I like the sweet stuff, but I never buy it because I've been, like, heavy into fitness and keeping my stomach flat, and my stomach doesn't like sugar. So, I do the Cabernet, the Pinot Grigio, Pinot Noir, kind of like the dry wines. Okay. Um, yeah, Pinot Grigio is not that dry, but that's, like, my... Happy medium. It's some Chardonnay, you know, every now and then. I did not know that. Okay. That's good to know. I knew that wine had a lot of sugars in it, but I didn't realize, like, the more dry wines um, are better for you as far as that goes. Yeah, lower carbs, and then the
Wine or liquor? Definitely wine. I'm a wine person. <laughs> Dante? Y'all know my answer. Mine is liquor. So, I like both. I like both the liquor for sure. I like both. I'm only I only like sweet wines, but um, liquor is my thing. Liquor and, te- and tequila is my choice because tequila is, is um they say tequila is actually like lower in carbs. So like yeah, so when you're drinking tequila and you're like on like a weight loss kind of thing, it doesn't have as much sugar and stuff in it, so it's better for you in that aspect. Alrighty, so next, Cardi B or Meg The Stallion. <laughs> I'll go first if we if you want to. Um I actually like Cardi B better. Um I love Meg. Don't get me wrong. I think Meg is a great artist. I love her um platform. I just think that Cardi is more versatile. And then maybe it's because Meg is just a little is newer, so we haven't seen like the versatility from Meg yet. But um and, and maybe it's coming, but I just I don't know. I feel like I've had Cardi go from I'm in the I'm I'm the bitch get money in the club to nigga you broke my heart to um you know hold on be careful with me money I mean she just got like this range of like conversation and things she can say like I, I used to be the stripper in the strip club to now I'm um taking care of my baby to I mean it just you just get so much of a range from Cardi um and I think that that's why I love Cardi B um and that's why I would probably pick Cardi over Meg. Again, I know that Meg is so new. So I think that it's just this, um, maybe it's just some untapped in things that we just haven't seen from Meg yet that's coming. Um, but that's my, that would be my choice. Yeah. Um, for me, that's kind of hard. You know, I'm from Houston. So I'm, I'm going for, I'm rooting for hot girl Meg. I feel like Megan is my friend. <laughs> when I see her twerking or I listen to her song. Yeah, I know, right? To be honest, I um actually know Cardi's music a lot more. I work out to it. Um, I can be in my feelings to it. And I do think she has that like more versatility in what she actually um talks about when she's rapping. Uh we may see, you know, Meg make some changes to her content. But if she didn't make any changes, I kind of love who she is. I think that they are in the same lane, but going different ways. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of hard to make a choice. But if I had to choose, I would say um, I do rock Cardi's music more as far as, like, lyrics. Like, knowing all of the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Mika? I would say, I mean, I do know Cardi B songs more. But I, 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 something about Meg the Stallion that kind of pulls me. I don't know, just like her whole vibe when I see it. Not seeing that Cardi's is bad, but I, I, I kind of, I'm vibing with her. I would probably go with. I love Cardi's music, but I, I like, I like Meg. I don't know. Dante. So I'm gonna say I like both, but I'm gonna say for me. Um, as far as Meg the Stallion, she's cool, but to me, like, some of her songs are hit or miss for me. Um, so I'm gonna rock with, uh, Cardi B on this one. But I do, I do like some of, uh, Megan the Stallion songs. Yeah. I like Meg, don't get me wrong, but, um... And this isn't, like, against her, just, like I said, I haven't seen the versatility yet. Like, I was expecting her next, um, album, I'm like, okay, so we got High Girl Summer, what are we gonna get next? 
And I felt like we got Hot Girl Summer all over again. And I was like, well, dang. Okay. I feel like I've heard this before. And so I was just kind of expecting something different when she dropped this last album. Again, I love Meg. Don't get it wrong. Meg is definitely like black girl power. She like representing for us dark skinned chicks in here, you know, and I love her for that. Like, I think that she's genuinely who she is. I just haven't seen the versatility from her. That makes me say, yeah, I could pick Meg. Cardi, I, I mean, and like I said, it may just be because Meg hasn't been out there long enough, you know. It takes a while. Um, I was watching her interview on Breakfast Club when Meg was saying that she's had some kind of, she's had some issues. She's had some things come up that she's had to resolve and kind of work through too, which could be causing some issues too. So that may have something to do with it as well. Um, so, I mean, I'm excited for them both, really. You know, Meg and uh, Cardi both are in the ears in my, in my headphones when I'm, you know, working out. I now, if I'm if I'm on a fuck boy, like you know, mission, I'm tired of me and Cardi is coming up. <laughs> like Cardi gonna be in the play at that one. But you know, I love them both. I'm not gonna lie. When they both come on, I'm rocking to both of them. So you can li you can listen to Meg on some fuck me and shit too, though. It depends on which song you listen to. Like she said, she'll have you on to go slap a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that song, Rilla. Oh yeah, Rilla. Yeah. That's what Meg, how you wanna do? So what's the next question? The next one is Chris Brown or Usher. Usher. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown for me. <laughs> <laughs> now I love Usher. I love Usher from back in the day, and don't get me wrong, like Usher is is hot, but man, Chris Brown come on, and I just lose my whole soul. Be like, oh, right here, the, like the only time, the only time I thought that Usher was like real fine. I mean, he cool. Is when he was in that one video, he had like the gold uh, grill. It was something about the way he looked with that gold grill. Right? I mean, <laughs> it was so Are y'all talking about looks? No, we just no. talk. No, music. music. She the one talking about looks. I'm talking about looks right now. Okay, but I'm okay. talking about, I don't know. They, I mean, they both cool, but yeah. If we talked about looks, I would have to say Usher. Chris Brown's so bony. <laughs> he just he ain't he ain't gonna be the one for me. But an Usher is more my stilo. Like I like that pretty boy, but can be kind of uh kind of rough if need need be. I don't want you to be rough all the time. Chris Brown's just too rough for me. But I love his music. I love Chris Brown's music. I mean, not saying that Usher is not, but Chris Brown for me. I mean, and it depends on my mood. Like, if I'm in an old school, want to listen to some, you know, music from when I was in my teens, Usher is definitely coming up. But, like, man, I, baby, I will put on some music from Chris Brown, roll the windows down. You know, that's one of them summertime, roll the windows down. The, nice, the night is warm. The, the air is just breezing. And I can play some Chris Brown just going down the highway just on an everyday basis. Like, I love Chris Brown like that. Yeah, if you would have asked me when I was a teenager and I felt like he was so adorable, I would have said definitely Chris Brown. And he does have amazing music. And I actually like his music more than I like Usher's new music. But he's just a legend to me. And I just feel like, no, Usher. <laughs> 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 like, I mean, confessions, like, hello? 
Right. Now, uh, now confessions. Yeah. Like, I felt that. That's when I first uh, tried to act like I felt like I was in love. I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> but, you know, at that time, you know, had my little CD player. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, got a, I got another question for you, though. I know we uh, veered off track, but you was talking about when you thought she was in love. When you broke up with him, did that inspire most of your songs? When you and your ex broke up? Or when your heart was broken? No, because I was, like, in middle school when Confessions came. Oh, no, you said you went through your first heartbreak. Is that when you went through your first heartbreak? My first manager heartbreak. My first adult <laughs> Or pre-adult heartbreak was in college. Um, yeah, it was in college. And uh, actually, recovery was about three different people, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> so they happened in, not at the same time, because it actually took me, like, four years to finish the project, because, you know, life happened. So I was able to experience different men through that process, and... All of them broke my heart in some type of way. Oh, wow. Do, they know, do any of them know the songs are about them? Yeah, I send it to them. Except for, <laughs> one. <laughs> Except for one. One I'm not cordial with, like, I don't want to breathe the same air type thing. So You know, I think we all have that, at least, I mean, Dante says she don't, but I think we all at least have that one ex where you like, you know what, you can just croak over and die right now and I'd be all right. Okay. That was hard, Sean. <laughs> Hold on, that was that was harsh. Hold on, that was harsh. Okay, don't die, don't die. Just don't breathe the same air that I breathe. Exactly. Social distancing. Social. I kind of feel like that about the person I had my first kid with. I don't really care to breathe the same air as he breathes. If I got to, I guess I will. But I don't want to. Here, look, some folks, I don't even want to be. I feel like if you breathe in the same room, I'm in, the energy is off. Right. So, <laughs> love story. I didn't mean to get off track with the question. You're fine. That brings us into the next question love story versus drama. So, what about it? Which one do you pick? Love story versus drama? Me- love story. I'm a helpless romantic, but I do love if they're combined. <laughs> I'm with you. That's, that's what I was going to say. Like, if they tripping and in the end, it ends in a love story, like, I'm with it. So, so you like, won't promise <laughs> <laughs> Here, look, if they're combined, I love it. You know, I love a, I love a good drama slash love story. But I'm like you. I'm a sucker for a love story. So I can sit and watch, like, a love story movie, and I'm just like... I love the I love the love story movies. Now I don't like them to be too mushy. Like the Notebook, I feel like it was way too mushy. My thing is be realistic, and sometimes when you know everybody got drama, and y'all gonna make up, so that's the part where I like because it's kind of realistic to me. Not where everything is perfect because everything ain't perfect. I don't like the idea of everybody's drama somehow makes up though because everybody don't recover from their drama. So, like, you watch some movies and it's like they got the kind of drama that probably some people wouldn't recover from. So, I think yeah, that sometimes they give... They typically do, though. Right, they typically recover from it. And then I think it gives people an unrealistic idea of, like, the fact that, like, some stuff just you can't recover from. You know, like, I think, you know, some movies should end in that 
on that note that like we just didn't we it just didn't work itself out. And then move on. Right. Yeah, like you, we had this drama. We have a love story. Now we just got to move on. How many movies have y'all watched it that at the end they don't have a happy ending? Like they don't come back together. Well, no, like it's, it's this movie called The Secret, and he and they were like a perfect couple, and then she found out he was crazy, but they never did get back together. She actually, they actually ended up killing him at the end. He was crazy. Usually, it got to be extreme. Crazy, actually, typically, yeah, that's. that's Either way, you get together, I'm gonna kill you. Prime example where it broke my heart. Um, what was it? Uh, why did I get married? When you knew that Janet and um, who was she married to? Malik Yo. Yeah. But I don't know his name. Oh, they were gonna get back together, and after they got to fighting all the drama, he went and died. Who would have thought that? Nobody. Extreme. Right. That's the only way that you can't get back together is if it's extreme. Like who who wants to be the part of the movie? Like so, the only way we get we don't get back together is if we die. Do you, how many people? How many times do y'all think like people really like look at love stories and think that that can happen in their life? All the time, I have before. I mean, you think, oh well, if that can happen for them, <laughs> like and it's scripted and written, you. Right. I'ma shoot for your heart. Right. He was about to get married to her. He, they planned they went they was getting married like the next like within the week. Exactly. Who were how how many times did that happen? Hold on, look, I'm going, hold on, look. So in love and basketball, when I saw that, I used to think, well, then maybe if I go play for his heart, <laughs> he won't marry her. I will lose. I can't shoot. <laughs> well, she lost. She lost, but he let her. But he let her win. Oh, okay. But I most times that don't happen. So if your man is about to marry a woman in a week from now, like, and that's the love of your life, you might just need to let that go, baby girl, because it ain't. Most times he ain't leaving that. Don't Hey, honey, take a chance. Hold on, ain't that coming to America? Take a chance. Take a chance, honey. <laughs> <laughs> look, if you're really a prince, I'll marry you. <laughs> you gotta take a chance. I don't know. No, but don't, don't bust it, nobody's No. That's the shit. That's the shit. And then stay in your inbox the entire time they married. Y'all done just had a baby. Now y'all on baby number two. Now y'all on baby number two. Why do you keep inboxing me? You so miserable, but you inboxing me. Like, please stop. Girl, like me, yeah. Okay. So next question. Breast or butt kind of girl? 
I'm a butt kind of girl. Well, you got a lot of butt. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. I wish I had a little bit more. You wish you had okay. more? Oh, she's selfish, Dante. Mika got hips. I got hips, exactly. She got hips. She don't really have a big old butt, but she got hips. She got enough exactly. hips to make that ass look like it's enough back there. Right. Yeah. I don't like... I'm a butt, butt kind of girl. I want my butt to be bigger and my stomach to be flatter. I could wear a push-up bra, a padded bra to get exactly. that I wish I could take some of this out from here and put it back here. <laughs> I'm a butt kind of girl, too. Give me a little more rounder. Slim down my waist. I'll be all right with an A cup. They can wear more. I don't know about A. I'll take a B, though. Maybe a B. Okay. A, you can't do nothing with that. It depends on the A. You might be an A version into a B. Like going, you know, that little spot. I, I think the thing is, like, I like the fact that, like, some women that I've met, they have, like, that nice, like, butt shape, but they have, like, maybe, like, an A kind of a B cup, and they can wear shirts with, like, no bra. They can wear, like, all the dresses, all the cute, like, um, yeah, like, all the cute outfits. You ain't got to tape up and be trying to figure out, okay, by the end of the night, this tape ain't gonna last. So, let's get here, get it done. I now got to transform into another, dr to something else that's gonna last longer. I hate that. Right. So, Alexis, what are you? I'm a butt girl. I would rather have a butt than all the rest in the world, honestly. Yeah. It's just girl. cuter. Because what's yeah. your, I mean, I don't like big old breasts with no booty. So. <laughs> yeah, because big. Men prefer, men prefer booties. Over right. Breasts. But but the body type looks, it looks better. It depends on the man, too, because I've had some men to be like, I love breasts, and I'm like, mm, I'm good. But have you seen the meme that says uh, girls with big titties and no butt be uh, starting out with drama? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's because she ain't got nothing to show her to look. She should fuck it. She ain't got nothing to lose. All righty. Missionary or doggy style? Doggy style. Doggy style. Yeah. Alexis? It depends, on who it, it depends on who it is for me. I like both. It depends on who it is to go missionary or doggy? Yeah. Because she, hold on, because you know, because she like all that mushy, she like that mushy shit. She like him to be all kissing and, and touching and that's what she wants. She want all that, that, that intimacy shit. That's what she doing. Yeah. Okay, that's understandable. You think so, Alexis? I would say um, actually missionary or if, I don't know what this position is called, but you know, like when they hit from the back when you're on your stomach. Oh. With your legs laying down. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think that's doggy style. Like <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But if those are the two options, yeah, I'll do missionary. I like the passion. Love. So, are you kinky? Are you a kinky lover or are you a passionate lover? Both. Okay. I want my dad is found in Sorry, sorry, Pops. <laughs> okay. Alrighty, so um, beach or mountains? 
beach. Um, I want to be to look at from a distance. I don't want to be in the mountains. It's <laughs> too many movies that went the wrong way. I'm be on the beach. <laughs> Dante, Mika. I'm beach. I like the. I like being in the sun. I'm definitely beach. I'm like you. I like to look at the mountains, but I don't want to be in the mountains because I feel like it's creepy in the mountains after a certain time of night. Mm-hmm. I feel like too much going on in the mountains at a certain time of night, so I like the beach. I would pick the beach because I've been in the mountains, and um, it's not what goes on in the mountains that scare me. It's actually getting up and getting down the mountains because how the roads, you know. Like any time you're gonna go off the side of this mountain? Yes, because there's nothing stopping you from going over the edge, like you know, in a lot of places. So it's like, I need to get the hell off this mountain, right? So that was my thing. So, um, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to make sure that the iPad don't die on us. Um, hood nigga, a hood man, good man. I mean, I like, I like, I like, okay, I like hood men for what they are good for, and that is sex, but I, I really, truly love me a good man. I, I actually appreciate the, um, I've, I've learned to appreciate the goodness from a man, so it kind of, it's kind of sweet when you have, like, a man that's kind of dorky or kind of, I don't know, kind of good guy by default kind of thing. think he's he's relatable see i don't think I'll, that there's some good men out here that been that grew up in the hood that just they just good guys So none, none of us would, none of us won't, um, so, so that we don't want no Kevin Hart. I see. Thank you. Go, go back. Did he not protect somebody? No, Kevin Hart. Have you ever listened to his, his comedy show where he said, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Bring it in. Yeah. Bring it in. I don't mean that Kevin, probably a Kevin Hart, but I do need somebody that at least, you know, 
can I, I feel comfortable with. I would say that. Mm-hmm. I need right. to go out and not have to worry about, you know, anything going on. Like, he got my back and I know it. I feel comfortable under him. Like, you know, like, I I mean, I've been around some good guys who were a little dorky or whatever, but they they handled it. I mean, I didn't have to stand up and yeah. now if I got to stand up and say something, then it's gonna be an issue all the way around anyway because I got to stand up and say something. Exactly. So, yeah. I just don't want you to be. I just don't want you to be that beta male. That's all. I don't want nobody to be able to. I feel like they run it over you. And- and you just you letting them? Because I know I, some I, hood dudes that know. let folks, they baby mama run over them from here to Timbuktu, honey. But that, yeah, that's the one I don't know. Okay, so did everybody see the movie Temptation, Tyler Perry's? Yes. Okay. So remember when her husband, okay, so remember when she was in the park and the guy ran into her and the, the dude that she ended up messing with was like, get off, whatever, you know, he took up for her. But then when her her husband went out to eat and the guys was like making comments, he like, let's go, baby, let's go. So in my case, I would want a man to protect me because if you like, let's go, let's go, like you acting super scared, like I don't know how I'm gonna look at you at this. Well, see the other part to that though is I could um I guess I de- it depends on the situation. Because I don't want you to stand up, be trying to stand up for me and then get beat up. Like, then I'm really not going to be able to look at you the right way. I'm really not. So if you know you. But if you run, I won't. No, you you ain't got to run. But if you like, you know, you you can control the situation and kind of get it going, you know, and simmer it down because that works better for you. I don't want you to step yourself into no situation that you can't get us out of. Because if you get beat up, I'm going to look at you completely different. Then if you if you didn't can take yourself into if you knew you wasn't you knew you wasn't gonna work you knew that man was gonna beat you up like that now I got to carry you home. What if he started and he get beat up? I mean, what if he trying to take up but he get beat up? Some people just can't fight. But what if he? Okay, so what if he hood you out you out to eat with somebody right? He hood enough for you. He good enough for you right? Somebody come up to y'all's table bumping to you or whatever, and he like man, you know you gotta say excuse me. And then, you know, they get into this whole tic-tac. And then old dude just stop, turn around, and pop, like, knock him down. What you going to do? Because <laughs> you're going to pick him up, right? Like, no, one hit a quitter, nothing else. There is nothing to it. Like, he hit him, he on the ground, right? I, I mean, it's going back out on a date with him, don't you? He get knocked out? Probably. It depends on how he took care of me. I am. I probably would too. I mean, he's just saying. I mean, be respectful. You know, he can't help that some little knucklehead. You know what I'm saying? I probably yeah, I'll go out and put him again. I'm gonna need I you would. to. I'm gonna need you to know how to talk. Think talk a situation down. I'm gonna need you not to get into a place where you. Talk down. Okay, so what if it happens again? Then you okay with that too? So like the next time y'all go out, right? He trying to take up for you because he feel like this is what you, you know, you like, this is what you want. This is what you need. He didn't listen to the podcast. This is what you need, right? So the next situation y'all go out, he get into it with somebody else. They don't hit him in one time. You know, they get in a scuffle, but old boy ends up on top of them beating him up. Like, I think I need you. So every time, it's just because you hood, I mean, you can fight. I think I need you to know your, like, limits. Know what you can and cannot do. Because I think that that's part of being a man, too. Know what's, what I'm works for you and what don't work for you. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I might try to 
ma'am, I'm not, I'm not fighting no man because I'm not getting hit by no man. So this is the thing. Like, I'm gonna need you to know what you can and cannot do. Okay, I can see situation things going on like that happening but if it comes to two fights anyway he probably yeah we gonna be done anyway because i'm not gonna be out i'll be out all in my heels and i'm sorry it's a wrap right 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 because that's the thing i need you to know your i need to know what you can and can and what you are capable of and what you are not capable of and at this point you don't even know how to gauge yourself because bro you don't know you can't fight so I'm gonna need you to know that you can't talk to you. So you need to be able to tell. You need to crap Kevin Hardish. You need to go on and bring it in, bring it in. You know, yeah. man. I just, I just don't, I don't agree with disrespecting women. There's a way to do it without it escalating to a fight. You don't have to fight. That's true. So exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to figure that out. Because if you keep be getting beat up, then we, you can't protect me anyway. Because I keep having to pick you up off the ground. <laughs> yeah, no way. I'm not gonna keep it. So yeah. So, it's cool you know um i'm a woman that can kind of hold her own so um i'm used to working around a lot of men uh, in my professional career like with my nine to five career being a loan officer and um you know being in the music industry so i kind of keep it business honestly um anytime somebody comes at me about some other stuff i kind of just shut it down in the most sweet way polite way but um yeah i mean men are gonna try to come for me and every woman in the industry on some other stuff um had one text me the other day saw me performing and he reached out to me as if he was on some business stuff right and text me a week later, asking me to go on a date and stuff. I'm just like, bro. No. He was like 5'7". But even if <laughs> were three, it's just like, no. So if he'd have no, been 6'3", like hold on, if he'd have been 6'3", and fine, would it have been a little different? Why'd you, might you have been a little flattered? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. Ain't that, ain't that funny how... Ain't it funny how height can make you be like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> but, but honestly, even if it was fine, like, I don't, I don't like that. Don't present something one way and then try to go another way and get there. Like, just be real up front. Yeah, like, how to holler up front if you're trying to holler. So I know if, whether I need to curb you. Or if, if it's something I need to right participate in and try to figure out, like, yeah, is this going to work or not work? Or what are we doing here? Yeah, I get it. So, um, what are some of your upcoming projects? So you said you have, uh, you have the, the album out mm-hmm. and now is that on all of the, pl- all platforms? Like where can people find your out al- your current album? Um, it's recovery. It's available on all streaming platforms. So anywhere from, you know, Tidal, Apple, Spotify, um, YouTube, we got Amazon, Google, honestly, anything you could think of that, like, it's literally probably on 30 uh, streaming platforms. So, you just Google it if you can't find one, and trust me, it will come up. And it, recovery. it came right <laughs> up in I'm Apple. What is it? Alexis, Alexis Finley. Okay. It came right up. Okay. It's a musical artist. 
Alrighty, and so do you have I'm any new it. albums coming up soon? Yeah, I, I have a um, EP I'm dropping uh, titled Six to the Savage. So it's going to be um, literally both sides, the sensitive part of me and the savage part of me. And I can relate to that. Sensitive Savage, I like that idea. I like that. Yeah, sensitive, transparent, easygoing, forgiving, but when it's time to get stuff done, when it's time to cut you off, I have no problem. You gonna do a video to that? That would be a good one. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna do a couple of videos, you know, prayerfully with the coronavirus. Um, hopefully when this pandemic is over, I can get all my visuals together. I may try to do some visuals, though, um, here being quarantined. So we'll see how that goes and how that comes out. How have you? Okay. I say, how have you been able? Have you utilized any of like your creativity in the quarantine? Like, how have you had to like change what you're currently doing just because of the whole quarantine thing? Honestly, I haven't had to change much except for the fact that um, you know I can't perform, obviously. But um, I've been doing everything virtually, literally the same things. Uh, sometimes going to bed at the same time or later as I was when I was actually traveling to my different places every week. So, you know, when it comes to interviews, when I meet up with my artist development coach, we still meet virtually uh, to get stuff done, work on my performance, the songs. I'll be here in the uh, living room dancing and all of that. And uh, actually tomorrow I'm doing a couch concert. Okay. Virtually. Okay. Yeah, Where are you doing that? It's a 102.5. It's a radio station out of Houston. Okay. Uh, I'm doing a 15-minute set, actually. So. Will you be on, live on, like, Instagram or Facebook or anything? Yeah, it'll be on live. Okay. 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 All right. I'll post. Yeah, I'm going to do that tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Okay. So I'll be singing music from the, the recovery. Nice. So what artists have you always wanted to work with? <laughs> I'm gonna keep it consistent, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that on everything, Drake. Drake, okay. Why I Drake? Like in feelings. I feel like you always in his feelings. I'm always in my feelings. Um, I do know how to separate the two, but <laughs> I'm always in my feelings when it comes to my music. And honestly, everything that he's on, it blows up. So, like, if I had a girls need love type of track, and Drake came on my stuff. I could talk about any female artists. Female artists. She's saying thought about that. (laughs) (laughs) She like, uh, I need to be by myself. I mean, honestly, I would do a rapper. Um, I I would, I wouldn't mind a feature from a rapper, a female artist. Uh, Honestly, I wouldn't mind Megan just because we were from the age. And that would probably be a hot collab. If I got a turn up song, you know, she'd be perfect for it. Well, I am. I am. <laughs> I ain't doing right. <laughs> <laughs> Easy trying to twerk. I can't twerk. Like, can you twerk? You can twerk? What's up? Hold on. Hold on. We come to Houston. We're going to have to. We're going to. Uh, we, well, you in Dallas right now, right? I'm in Dallas. I'm in we're Dallas. Gonna, hold on. We're gonna, when we come to Dallas, girl, we're going we're gonna to see what that booty is. <laughs> I mean, no, girl, that don't matter. Hold on, it don't have to be big and astronomical. The fact that you can move it, honey. Yeah. And I look. It's funny because I was telling um one of my friends, I was telling her uh, Hennessy, um 
Cardi B's sister got a she got a new booty. Cause she? oh she got a new booty. And the only reason I know she got a new booty is cause she coined the term little booties matter. So she you remember she used to get on the twerk, little booties matter, little booties matter, right? Baby, that booty ain't little no more. <laughs> well, that booty ain't little no more. It's okay. I will probably I get my booty done. With all that money, all that money she got, girl, I would. I get hold on that way, snatch that booty is fat. I would. Y'all be like, girl, Capri don't know how to sit down. <laughs> Booties are for moving, they ain't for sitting. Now, she had a booty done. Uh-huh. <laughs> you said what? I don't want no onion booty. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to control her if she had a booty. Girl. <laughs> booty just be fat. Like, little booties, man. How the most little booty just be fat? I bounce it just because it would bounce. <laughs> Mika, just be sitting back there looking at her like, what you Whatever, Mika. Hold on, because let Dante get a booty. We're going to see a whole completely different personality. <laughs> no, I need my stomach on too, though. I was going to say, let her, get a, let her get a flat stomach and a big up and a nice little booty, Mika. She probably, hold on, we'll be looking at each other like, like we was at uh, Sunday. Look at her ass. <laughs> All righty, so Alexis, what are some of the platforms that people can catch you on? Uh, social media? Yes. We got um, Instagram at A Finley Music. That's A F I N L E Y Music. Uh, we have Twitter, same handle, A Finley Music. Facebook is um, Alexis Finley. The uh, I got TikTok. I haven't really used that much, but I am going to post a video probably tonight on TikTok. Are you? Well, yeah, I'm doing this challenge um, for uh, Tyler Leslie. Okay. What challenge is it? It's the Woe Challenge. So my um, artist development coach, she's over school in talent. Her name is Miss Z. So she started a, ta- a challenge for his song called Woe. Okay. So he will look out for it. Okay. I have a video earlier today, so I'm going to post it. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Are you on Facebook? Yes, Alexis Finley on Facebook. Alrighty. Well, thank you for joining us, Alexis. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's been dope. It's definitely been dope. It's been dope. Um, You guys know you can catch us on SeattleHipHopRadio.com. We are on there every Monday and Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. We are on... Huh? Go ahead. Oh, okay. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we are Mocha Tea Podcast on all three of those platforms. We are on SoundCloud, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Anchor. Um, we post a new episode every Sunday, but you can follow us on any of those platforms and um, listen to us at any time. Um, and then we have every third Monday of the month, we are at Ice Event Center. We're going to have to get real creative about it while we're in quarantine. However... In the process, we'll continue to quarantine and chill and quarantine and pop. We've created the, te- the hashtag quarantine and podcast. So stay tuned with us. Can follow us on our um, different platforms and you'll be able to catch the quarantine and, and podcast episodes with the different artists, these amazing artists that we've come across as well. Um, if you want to have any inquiries for us, we are at mochat2018 at gmail.com and we are out. Thank you.